Welcome to God and Life and Stuff, a podcast devoted to developing a spirituality sufficient for the tumbled up jumble of our everyday lives. My name is Pete Santucci, and today we're holding our breath as we consider the physical and spiritual importance of the daily practice not of prayer, but of farting. Yes, you heard it right, of farting. When I was in fifth grade, I was the fart king, the master of flatulence, the kid who yodeled from his butt. I didn't know it at the time, but it was a dietary thing. My mom had started putting dried apricots in my lunch, and boy, did those desiccated fruits do magic to my gastronomy and to my popularity with the other boys. The girls wouldn't have much to do with me, but that was just another bonus in fifth grade. Those apricots were so effective, I could pretty much fart on command, which was awesome. I had the perfect punctuation for every punchline I delivered, and if another kid was messing with me, I had lethal powers at my disposal with which to deal with my foe. Sure, I got laughed at, but I was the one in control of the laughter, and that made all the difference in the world. Everyone laughs at everyone else at that age. New haircuts, flooding pants, what car your parents drive, what's in your lunch. Most of what we get laughed at was out of our control, but I was the master of mine. So I'd tilt my left butt cheek in the middle of my teacher's history lecture and let out a beast, roaring and stinking to high heaven. And that was the best of those fifth grade farts. Not only would the girls groan and the boys laugh, but Mr. Zweers would get all bent out of shape. He knew I was letting them rip in order to disrupt class, but I would shrug and say, excuse me, and he couldn't do a thing about it. I hadn't cussed. I hadn't talked back. I hadn't hit anyone. I hadn't broken a single rule, but I had usurped the class, even if only for 20 seconds, and we all knew it. Who knew that farting was a form of nonviolent resistance? Though, depending on the smell, some might question if it's truly nonviolent. That year was my great introduction to what we all do, but what we don't all appreciate. Gas is a great leveler. It's amazing how it can bring down the mighty. A guy I knew way back when told me, how he had been a star athlete, now how he had enjoyed the glow and the praise that it brought him. But in one highlighted performance in front of a quiet crowd, one false move caused him to let fly a reverberating blast that stunned the onlookers. And with that release of hot gas, the air went out of his puffed-up ego as well. Yes, a lot of us are filled with gas and just need to let it out. And if you can't fart in front of others. You've got a self-image problem that needs to be dealing with. I and mean, come on, don't take yourself so seriously. Flatulence is truly magical in its ability to move us from stuffy seriousness to the hilarity of being human. We really do take ourselves too seriously, and we need a loud, bursting exclamation of pungent aroma to get us laughing at ourselves and with one another. During a summer of being a camp counselor, one of the high school kids got injured. 
she was pretty stressed out about it until a single bubble of gas escaped her control with a tangy furp. Instantly, the tension was gone. Laughter replaced tears, and Jenny had a new nickname, Ferp. Not many months later, I was leading a Bible study with some high school boys and talking about heaven. And I was way too serious, trying to impart my wisdom on these unformed characters. But then Aaron, one of the boys, asked, Will there be farts in heaven? And that broke the mood and unleashed a fart fest of comments. Well, there better be farts in heaven. But they won't smell. Yes, they will. I like the smell of my farts. Well, maybe your farts come back to you after you die. And on it went. In hindsight, I think Aaron improved the conversation. It's amazing how many memorable farting experiences I've had. I have whole memories where I don't remember a thing anyone said, but I do remember the fart that obscured their words. One kid I knew could fart on command. It wasn't diet either. I, I don't know how he did it, but he could somehow gather air into his body and release it at will. His exploits dwarfed my fifth grade toots. Once, two friends and I were talking far into the night when it occurred to us that our names are merely glorified fart sounds. Pete, Steve, and Bart. It's now 25 years later, but I still drop short notes to my friend Steve. My friend Bernd tells a story about a date he went on when he was in college where he was so bloated he felt like he would burst. But he made it through the meal and to the car where he opened the front door for his date. He took his time walking around the back of the car, letting out all his pent-up gas. But when he sat in the driver's seat, she turned to him and said, It followed you. And now that I've got four kids, I love the fart jokes and watching them try to torment each other by farting on each other. It's so old, but I love the pull-my-finger game. Flatulence is a daily experience for all of us, except for the rare person who's had a surgery which makes it impossible. But this almost universality is for our physical and spiritual health. Our bodies need to be rid of these toxic gases. And so too do our souls. We need the humor and the humility of farting. We need to have our egos deflated by the release of gas. Whether it's our own or whether it's that fifth grade clown who disrupts class for 20 seconds. And we simply need to laugh. Laughter is praiseworthy. And so too are the sounds and smells that make us laugh. As we quoted to each other as kids... Beans, beans, good for your heart. The more you eat, the more you fart. Thank you for taking the time to listen. This podcast is copyrighted 2017 by Pete Santucci. For more of God and Life and Stuff than is on this podcast, please visit the blog at godandlifeandstuff.com.